I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Prepare at last his return. Your behavior, our Savior, discerns. Hello and welcome to Tribulation Farce, the Left Behind podcast where we dig in and be like, wow, everything's the same. It really is like that, isn't it? <laughs> I am your co-host, Tim Lanning, and joining me as always is Jennifer Cheek. How are you today? I'm good. Um, we're recording this on a Friday mm-hmm. afternoon, which is uh, unusual for us. It's a weird time. Yeah, I call it Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got the freaking weekend to look yeah, forward to. It's it's spooky just, season. It's spooky season. Our house is covered in skeletons and mm-hmm. ghosts. And mm-hmm. I, and honestly, I want more. I wonder what a statement it would make if we put up a life-sized Jesus the Christ <laughs> with, like, total, like, beat-up mode, battle damage, just, wow. like, standing in our front wow. yard. Like, zo- like, literally the zombie Jesus? Yeah, because in our front yard, we have... Six-ish skeletons, <laughs> and they all have one of their arms up, being like, "Howdy, what's up? Howdy, what's up?" <laughs> and several of them are holding beers. What if yeah, we also had Jesus doing that, but with his hands up in a classic Jesus T pose? But still, in one of his hands, he has a sick beer. But the other one, he has his his wounds and all those things. Well, he's got his wound in the hand. that's holding the beer too. Like that's just shove an entire beer, or like put a <laughs> a beer real? bottle yeah. through his. Yeah, that's hand. how he holds it. That's, that's his koozie. Is his hand? That's see, sick. see, I was thinking, what if we can get a life size man mannequin and be like, "This is Nikolai Carpathia, the Antichrist." <laughs> Um, and put him on our, our uh, front porch. Thoughts on that? I have a lot of notes, <laughs> and none of them are, are are nice, and I don't want to say them in what I consider public. Oh, you think it's too scary for everyone? Yeah, yeah. It's like, is that Nikolai <laughs> Carpathia, the guy from a book? In yeah, the guy one from... One weird movie? <laughs> Two, I think, maybe? Correct. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, we get some uh, romances in the oh air chapters. These, uh, I think we needed, like, these chapters kind of annoyed me, but yeah. I think we needed them because, like, the last few have just been so buck wild mm-hmm. uh, that we, yeah, we're taking a bit of a little break. A little, uh, not denouement, but it's like the little break before things really wrap up right. at the end. Because we only, after this episode... Have four chapters left of this book, and we'll be done with it, which is crazy. I'm not ready. Wait, so that's two more episodes after this? Yeah. Shit. Well, yeah. okay, cool. Neat. Okay, fun. Yeah. Neat. Wow, yeah. I can't believe uh, we're, we're freaking doing it. I know. We've been uh, ripping through it. It's because they're not that long books. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, these are uh, not very good, but uh, hey... <laughs> um, the plot it needs to go. It needs to get the characters together. And they ha- it's finally fucking up. happening. <laughs> but whatever. What are you gonna do? What else? Chapter twenty? Yeah, you didn't like scream at me. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> but it, it, I'm sure it stressed you out too. It did. <laughs> 
<laughs> because I was waiting. I was I was bracing myself for uh, to get interrupted. Mission accomplished. So Rayford and Chloe are about to give up waiting for Hattie because she's supposed to be meeting them at the Pancon Club. So remember, it's been 13 <laughs> chapters. It's been three days since another chapter, five chapters ago. It's been three. An hour and a half. Uh, it's one thirty p.m. Uh, yeah, it is. Yes, it is one thirty p.m. Now we got to keep up every single half hour increment. Occasionally skipping. I don't know three days of the next seven years. I think we need a twenty four style clock going on. Yeah, uh, that was that's telling me how far into the tribulation period we are. I'm very excited. Which again, as we said, technically maybe it hasn't started yet, but maybe we have it no has. Idea. It has to have, but maybe I, it hasn't. Uh, Anyone? I mean. To, to say something I've already said, how can the tribulation not have started when the fucking rapture happened? Get out exactly, of here. and also especially at this point when the 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 uh, the dudes the the, the, the superhero yeah. guys at the Wailing Wall are doing their shit. The dudes being here absolutely means we're in it. But yeah, whatever, whatever. I don't know exactly the time, but the, it's the clock is ticking. I can. That's only what Im- the important thing is. I can only imagine the book that spans one thousand years of. Paradise is weird like this too. Like Rayford hung out at the um jellyfish <laughs> uh pool. Yeah. If uh, that where they stung you, they gave you LSD or whatever for 13 minutes. Okay, real quick though, if heaven was going to actually be like that, I would would be interested in it. Yeah. Um We can so, hope. I don't it, it, you know Christians are not going to do any kind of cool drug in heaven. What if they called it like Spirit. I mean, or what if they just like made like the communion wafers? Like this is LSD. This is LSD. It's different yeah, now. This is ecstasy, baby. It was bad on Earth, but Jesus made it, so it's good. I would go back to church if they gave <laughs> just like drop <laughs> a hit LSD of communion. <laughs> Someone just puts a hit of acid on your yeah, tongue. Like, yeah, there you go. I would go back if it was like that. Yeah. Um. So finally, Hattie does show up to the Pancon Club, and Rayford's like, "Oh, I'll just." let her pretend that she's just happening to run into us. I hate Rayford now. He is so annoying in these <laughs> chapters. He's such I'm, a fucking prick. I'm, I am going to strangle him. It's <laughs> He's such, not real and he will die at my hands. It's such a huge part of like <laughs> the last third of this book and every single thing he thinks sucks. And yeah. hey man, at some point it's like, this is no longer just a flawed character. This is no, a choice. And he's, this just sucks. A dick. <laughs> yeah, he's just a dick. <laughs> and he's already saved now. So mm-hmm. theoretically, if he was bad, he should be getting better. He's just but like, he's actually getting worse. <laughs> he's just like an old Which weird guy. Like, I'm sorry. But yeah, he got born again and he got worse. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. He lost all of his playfulness. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. Um, Hattie does get to drop in the like, oh, I just happened to meet the world's sexiest man alive, <sighs> Nikolai Carpathia. No big deal, whatever. No big deal. Rayford. Not a big deal to me, at least. I don't know if you've heard about it. And uh, he's just like, yeah, I heard. Whatever. This stupid uh slatin only <laughs> yeah, cares exactly. about these things. She's so she's too stupid. Oh my God. She only looks at pictures and magazines. Yeah. Uh, and now okay, so also a thing that happens in these chapters is before it would go back and forth <laughs> oh between God, yeah. different viewpoints. But because our characters are actually like going to be in the same place now. 
Like, it's already weird, but they're also, like, flipping back and forth viewpoints so fast. They did it, like, ten times a chapter, and I hated it. At least in my version of it, which, again, has many typos. Yeah. Words cut out, the word left behind cut out all the time. <laughs> That's really, really funny um, to me still. Today, it was like, I love a van who knows what he wants. And I'm sh- they just fucked up the M in the uh, in man and turned into a van. And what are you going to do? But like uh, 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 the Game of Thrones came out right around this time. Fucking oh shit, J- Jerry, you're totally right. Jerry B, check out a song of ice and fire. Yes, yeah, so like, you got to do it right. When Arya, you know, bumps up against another character that it's a POV, it's interesting. We love it. Yeah, it, and but it's not like. He's going back and forth between, like, sometimes in the same sentence. Yes. Many times in the same paragraph where it's like, Rayford felt this. And yeah. Da, 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 and then it's like, immediately switches over and like, cause it like shows you the emotions of both characters, which again, you know, that, it, that's probably how books work. But there was it's like just a, so weird the way they do it. There was a little bit of that that I thought worked, but it just was too quick in my opinion. Like yeah. the back and forth. And I gotta say, like making notes for this, I actually had to take notes for this in like two batches because I got done taking notes for the first chapter and the back and forth just, you know, the 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 meme of like, honey, it's time for your afternoon dick flattening. Yeah. <laughs> and the, yes, honey. I was the yes, honey. Because I was just like, wait, I like got done with the first chapter and I'm like, wait, I have to do a whole other Trapper yeah, it's funny. I simply cannot do it. That's, <laughs> I had to quit and take a break. That's the official image of me and my buddies Dota <laughs> group. It's like, all right, it's yeah. penis flattening time. Yeah, exactly. Who wants who wants to go in there and get yelled at by Russians and yeah, yeah. whatever. Um that was me making the notes for this episode. So everyone please please appreciate yeah. my work. <laughs> yeah, this this comes up a lot in Naruto Review Toe of like the difficulty of taking notes for certain episodes, like the really good yeah. ones that are fights, it's like hard because you're like, oh, then he punches him and then the animation goes off and then an explosion happens. Whereas the insane filler ones, it, it like it uses dream logic. So it's super hard to follow and yeah. you just feel drunk. Yeah. 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 This one was just like, I felt like a ping pong ball going yeah. back and forth. So yeah, the, the viewpoints are converging now because Buck is <laughs> on his way to the Pancom club. To meet with Hattie. Hattie calls him. And also, like, I just want to point out again these chapters. Hattie is funny and, like, smart. Yep. Like, they always talk about her like she's stupid. But, because <laughs> remember that Buck left Hattie in a cab for, yeah. like, a long time. And then she had to, to leave because she was waiting for him forever. And she says... Anybody who leaves me in Midtown Manhattan in an expensive cab can call me by my first name. I insist. <laughs> yeah. Because Buck called her Miss, I don't even remember. Durham. Durham. Miss Durham. And then she's like, no, call me by my first name. Like, that's a funny joke. Yeah. And I think even Buck was like, I'm not giving into her sarcasm, but she has a point. <laughs> he yeah. always throws in this extra little bit of dunking on Hattie. Like, yeah, he just has to be like, well, I'm not into her anyway. I don't understand it. Like, But also, like, Hattie once again is like, makes explicit, like, Buck, I am not into you. <laughs> Okay. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> like she does like over and over again make clear to him that she's not into mm-hmm. him, which I love. Can I just say that we both had Thai food for lunch in our breaths hitting in the middle while we're looking at the microphone is quite rancid. So um, maybe put on, turn on smell of vision for this episode. Or don't. Or don't, gang. I mean, I put extra garlic in mine Ooh. to make it because it wasn't very good. But I, I just think they constantly have to throw in little bits here to make – Either A, our male characters downplay Hattie constantly. 
Yes. Um, even though, like you said, she's sometimes written funnily. And this book needs humor. Yes, very badly. Like, they don't have it. Yeah, and they accidentally write female characters decently. Like, they stumble into it. But again, like we said before. But it's like a negative to them. Yeah, exactly. Like, every time they write them, like, well, to them it's a downside. Like, I don't know. I I think that we're supposed to interpret her making her little quips as being like, I don't know, like snotty and bitchy or something. Exactly. It's like, why would you But left her in a fucking cab. It, yeah. It's like, like, you owe me $100. Yeah. I would be <laughs> so annoyed if that happened. Well, so. I've introduced you to the Antichrist. So. <laughs> so you owe me one. But I don't know why they're doing this. I mean, it's just like, you let the Antichrist be sick as hell. And again, I think the way these books work is again, every character has a big, like they become big players, right? Like Steve Plank is the press secretary for Nikolai. Like I think Cat uh, Hattie dates Nikolai Carpathia. I'm so, pretty sure. Uh, and you know that's a spoiler, but I think it makes the book better knowing that going into it because yeah. it's insane. And I don't. And again, the chaos zone of spoilers here. But like, why are they being so mean to her when they should be being nice to her? The way that we are to Nikolai. Oh, I, I wonder why. I, I wonder, wonder what why. the difference is. <laughs> oh, wait. So we constantly negged you and then you get the thing you want. And it turns out he's the fucking Antichrist. So you have to lose, lose, lose. Get yeah. out of here. Uh, yeah, it's because the writers of this book deep down hate women. That's so true. Um, So while all this is happening, while this conversation is happening where Hattie is like, by the way, Bug, just to say again, I don't want to date you. Rayford is like, huh, I wonder if Hattie's got a date with book later hmm. so i i do i do like a little bit of, of raver just like really misreading the situation like multiple times in these chapters that that is funny i will say they do constantly have the, the back and forth thing does benefit them when ray's like pouting yeah and it's Buck's like, not listening at all yeah and it's like no he actually is super into it i've decided to google chloe Okay. And uh, it looks like there's a Left Behind comic. Oh, so my God. Well, pretty excited about that. Yeah, unfortunately, we're for sure going to have to read that. Yeah, because I was like, I don't remember what Chloe looks like. She, to my brain, she looks like the one from, again, the Kirk Cameron movie. But uh, I, I just imagine, like, how is she hot in Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins? Right, right, Alice, right. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Modest, obviously. I always think, oh my god, now I can't even think of the person's name that I'm trying to say, so this is not a good reference. Jenna Jameson. No! Oh my god, not at all. Does it say she has blonde hair? Because I always picture her with, with as a brunette for some reason Same. in my head. She's just a, she, well, in the comic and the move, one of the movies, she's blonde. So what are you going to do? Um, I, I do not have any explanation for why my brain does this, but I think of her looking like Shane from The L Word. Okay. For those that know that, like that's insane. But I don't know why. I don't know why my What's the brain. Actress's name? Uh, Kate. Oh, I don't know how to pronounce this last name. Monig. Monig. Moaning. 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 Yeah. Um, I I can kind of see the writers of the book calling uh, an attractive woman handsome, and the strong jawbones that she has. <laughs> a young religious uh, Kate Moenig. Okay, I, sure. I don't know. I don't know why my brain just. I just. I, and I actually hadn't even connected that until literally right now. That that's who I picture in my brain. And I don't know why. That's psycho shit. But yeah, I don't know. I there don't you know. go. That's cool. I guess. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. Actually, Buck wants to 
interview Rayford, and Rayford's like, oh, me? Oh, me? Hell yeah, baby. I'm uh, so smart. And he's like, actually, how about you and Hattie both join me and my beautiful daughter at our, our fancy hotel for dinner tonight? Ooh mm-hmm. la la. <laughs> and uh, we are just so excited because, hey, this awkward conversation between Ray, Hattie, and Chloe just got even better. Even more weird. Every single character is now on screen and we're screaming, we're hooting and hollering. We're so happy. Buck actually shows up and the second that he sees Chloe, he is down so bad. Oh my God. I mean, (laughs) I truly like immediately like, oh my God, this woman. I am, (laughs) as a 36 year old, I am constantly walking up to 20 year olds and being like, yo, what up and shit. Uh, I do love they had a little a little joke with Hattie, who's on the phone with Buck, with being like, all right, well, you don't need to come here anymore. We'll just meet for dinner instead. How does that work? Like, yeah, I can do that. Uh, but actually, and then she just looks up and Buck's and on his cell yeah, phone. Yeah, no, that's always a fun thing, like, just to happen in life. And yeah. I think it, that is a good plot device, and I'll give them that. This might be the first book that ever did it. Oh, that can't. And this has to be. It can't be true. It can't be true. <laughs> it has there's to be. There's no way. That what other books were written before <laughs> 1995? I'm sorry. There's no way that Left Behind has innovated anything. How dare you? It's one of the biggest Christian fictions uh, books other than the Bible. Yeah, it sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, what else What, what else is going to happen? You know, Buck, love at first sight's Chloe. Yeah. He, he's, does, he, he, he does the whole like... Wow, she's got a good handshake, unlike those other weak girls who suck. <laughs> yeah, this book can't compliment a woman without whole hoggedly uh, 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 dissing on the entire species, which is it's whatever. What are you going to do? I'm sorry. I'm going to start saying whole hoggedly all the time now. <laughs> that's, that's the phrase? Because I don't think it is the phrase, but it does, like, saying whole hog. But I don't know if it's ever an adverb <laughs> in that way, but I'm going to. If I'm you can you. go whole hog. Then and, you must and, be able to go whole hoggedly. And if you go half hearted then you can go whole hoggedly <laughs> whole hoggedly whatever uh yeah <laughs> hattie is basically like oh hey uh why don't buck and chloe go take a walk while raver and i have our weird conversation yeah this it's insane but i guess they have to i mean these books are short they go fast and they have to have them both be like Damn. Yeah. They're so smart and respectful. Yeah. And all this other lame shit. Um, I also, it made me laugh that when that happened, Raver was like, had a look like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't want Chloe to go walk with Buck, but also he didn't really have a reason mm-hmm. not to let well, it happen. So this was interesting to me because it verged on very strange writing, but they overly wrote it because Chloe looks at Ray basically to get permission, and they made it pretty explicit that she's just doing that, not because he's the alpha male of the house, but simply because she didn't want it to be awkward between him, and this is the whole reason. Right. And again, Rayford wants to have this conversation uh, 56% so that Chloe can hear it. Right. So he's like... "Mm." It's a little bit of like, this is weird, but also... she wants to. He wants to evangelize her. Is he really gonna have this conversation with Hattie with Chloe there? Like, what? That's yeah, really weird. Again, weird. like, Dad, please don't have a weird, like, fake breakup uh, conversation <laughs> with a woman you never dated in yeah. front of me. Like, I don't actually want to be any part of this. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 was, it was very interesting, but I'm glad they didn't make it seem like Chloe was simply 
saying, Daddy, please. Daddy, please. Please yeah, let me go yeah, court. Yeah. No, I, I think that Chloe, again, all good writing of Chloe is, I'm sure, by accident. But <laughs> Chloe has a high emotional intelligence. Like, she understands, like, why people are doing things. Like, she has good insight. Because mm-hmm. she had the same, like, like hey, how does it not be cool with you talking about this? Absolutely. And she's right. Yeah. Like, she's, all, she's right about this stuff, like, always. So. I also liked that it's very of the time where they're like, Let's go walk around the terminal. I also, in my brain, was like, they're at the mall, even though they're at the terminal, but they are essentially at the mall. I mean... Because they go they go get, like, the cookies. They're at, yeah. like, whatever, like, America's Great Cookie Bakery that a lot of airports, you always smell at the mall. Yeah, that's true. Uh, a lot of airports used to be, and some still are, very mall-like. I, I and think I, a lot of them are. And it's just another thing those goddamn rascals took from us during 9-11 is we can't go inside and get the Jamba Juice. Yeah, what the fuck? We have to, we can't hug someone to get off the plane. We can't get Jamba Juice. I'm trying to Great American spend cookies. $17 on a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, the Tampa airport has a middle zone that is like a mall and it's insane. And I'm very curious what it's, how that functions, whatever. But yeah. they get to walk around, people watch, and I just love how awkward Buck is. And Jennifer, yes! you use a word I've never seen before. What? Really? You've never heard of this word? Twitter painted? Twitter painted. It's from Bambi when the bunny is talking about being Twitter painted because of a cute girl bunny. But Twitter wasn't around back then. It's not that kind of Twitter painted. Like, it's not. I don't know if Twitter painted is used outside of Bambi, but it definitely <laughs> is a thing. It sounds like something Let your grandma know. would say. Let me know if you know what Twitter painted is, and I guess let me know if you also don't know what Twitter painted is. Tweet, <laughs> no, tweet at Tripfars. Just get at me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, now I'm just curious, because this one, it is funny to find out like how often you're like, I've just been saying this word, and mm-hmm. everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking what? about? <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I, I think that is a thing that happens to me a lot, where I have a very specific piece of knowledge, mm-hmm. and I'm like, everyone knows this. Yeah. It's like, no one knows what you're talking about. I, I, it, it, we do enter a very strange uh, judgment zone, where... Buck and Chloe have to be given a pass by being 10 years apart, whereas Ray and Hattie are 15 years apart, and that's bad. So it's very, very silly. Like, I think they think they're doing their quote-unquote character due diligence by having Buck be like, oh my god, she's like she's like 10 years younger than me. She's at least 10 years younger than me. And then later, a little bit later, we found out she's exactly 10 years younger than me. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully she's very mature. Oh, Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine today to do 10 years older than you. It's like normal and cool. Cause Especially she's so 20. mature for her age. Yeah. Um, like the power dynamics of a Pulitzer Prize winner and a 20 year old college, college dropout. College student? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if I call her a draw. I mean, she did, she's taking a semester off. Okay. So just cause the rapture happens means you can stop your studies. Yeah. It does. Leave Chloe alone. Um, yeah, they're having a good, this is, this is like all happening in Buck's head that he's like, okay, she's gotta be at least 10 years younger than me. She's gotta be. But they're having a good conversation, and finally, Chloe's like, oh, so have you ever been married before? <laughs> and Buck's like, oh, thank God, because I wanted to ask her, and I didn't want to seem like a creep. Yeah. So, now, now I can find yeah, out. Yeah. Girls hate when I walk up to them at the mall, and they are 20, and I ask if they're married. <laughs> are you married? <laughs> hey, are you steady with anybody? <laughs> right, because Okay, again, more proof that this was written by boomers. I mean, we know it's written (laughs) by boomers, but uh, they have terminal boomer brain because Chloe says that she's only had one steady. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nobody that is like was not like alive for like World War II has ever said that. (laughs) 
Like, I'm sorry. And I do like that they say that she was a freshman dating a senior, kind of pre Like, oh, she likes older guys. Yeah. Yeah. And also the story of him, like, him just, like, disappearing off, like, her, her previous suitor just, like, went on a trip and, like, never talked back to her That's again. So funny. Yeah. Uh, it's That's weird. what boys are like. That's what boys are like, for sure. Then the, the this little section wraps up... <laughs> Because Chloe says, you feel like a cookie? <laughs> and then Buck says, why? Do I look like one? <laughs> Which, okay, fine. That made me laugh a little bit. I roll my eyes a lot, but yeah. also. Because he has to kind of save face a little bit because when she said that she never, that her boyfriend basically uh, uh, disappeared um, pre-rapture, he was like, he must have been an idiot and blind. And, you and, he, know, can't, and he can't seem too eager, so right. he's got to, like, bring, yeah, yeah, and bring it back And then Chloe obviously reacts to it, being like, huh? <laughs> and so about? she's like, I guess a cookie will uh, fix things. I yeah. don't really know. Meanwhile, unfortunately, Hattie and Raver are having their big talk, finally, in the PanCon Club. Finally. This is, this is the climax of this book, in my opinion. I personally am addicted to saying PanCon Club for some reason. Pan-con I just Club. have to keep saying that things are happening in the PanCon Club. Uh, they are chatting in the Panentical, Pancontinental, Pentacle, pin- Pentecostal. <laughs> Rayford starts the convo really on a note by saying, actually, Tim, can you read this? I'm not here to argue with you or even have a conversation. There are things I must tell you and I want you to just listen. Like, Rayford comes, like, he comes across so crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, I've asked you here and you're kind of doing me a favor, but I want you to sit here and just listen to what I have to say and not talk. In order to have this apology, you have to uh, agree to a few things. One, to shut your mouth. Yeah. Two, to not interrupt me. And three, it's too late. If you, if you don't, then I'll get real mad. And I gotta tell you about Jesus. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Hattie is basically like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, and kind of keeps interrupting him. And Rafer says, how can I apologize when all you want to do is argue about why you're here? Ugh, shut the fuck up, Rayford. I can't oh my imagine God. any bit of this is like... I would just walk out. I, I'm sorry. I guess someone started treating me like that, but I'm literally leaving. Like, like I don't... Okay. I don't need to be here for like, this. Like, bro, I'm going to go eat out by Nikolai Carpathia. Yeah, exactly. I don't need to deal with this. I'm going to get that antichrist tongue <laughs> in my pussy. <laughs> It's not worth it for me. I will just tell them to never put me on your goddamn flights again, you freak yeah, show. Yeah, bitch. Bitch. Yeah, they really write him poorly, and you gotta give it up. Yeah, and after, finally, after a whole bunch of, like, annoying, like, posturing and, like, premises and whatever, Raver finally apologizes for being a huge piece of shit, but he does it in a huge piece of shit way. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, he says that he's sorry for leading her on, but, Tim, can you read this? It isn't just that we're so apart in age, 15 years, but the fact is, the only real interest I had in you was physically. Like, and then Hattie's like, sometimes I wonder if honesty is always the best policy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you did not need to say that, dude. There's no reason, like, I... He's a Christian now, so he feels like he I has to. I have to be honest. That's I have to tell you that I only cared about your body. I want, yeah, I only like your curves and the way that you wore a skirt. And I'm sorry, but I have to tell you that. Like, no, you don't, bitch. You were the bad guy here. And they do kind of keep making her react in a way that's like, oh, I didn't think this is as big of a deal. Sort of preceding the Jezebel nature of her, I suppose. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like, again, 
where does get Rayford even get off by saying any of these things? By basically telling her shut up. Yeah. And then basically holding her hostage until she explicitly says, I forgive you. It, like, yes! Oh my god, that, that was the part that pissed me off the most. Like, cause, cause he does this whole thing basically like, mm, I was only into you for your looks and shut the fuck up. We would um, never have been good for each other, which makes no sense to me because Hattie, he had so much, pseudo fun with Hattie and that's really all you need is like as a basis to start yes. like a date like bro you went on not dates obviously but like your co-workers who spent the night in airport hotels all the mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. there's an obviously a chemistry if you did it I guess if you suffered through it to look at her cleavage that's one thing but like still like really yeah like exactly did he really have zero interest in like talking to her i mean i guess people are like that i don't know it just well he he's he's logical and smart and likes interesting books and literature and and she's just a dumb dumb dummy who um whose sister works at the abortion plex and lost her job (laughs) uh and she is yeah she's just a fucking idiot uh not podcast related but i am covered in our cat lasers drool he's he is being the biggest freak right now i wish you guys could see he's just he's sitting in tim's lap but also like like touching me with his paw to be like pet me pet me pet me there's literally drool on your pants yeah he's he's really going freak mode right now yeah he keeps licking and biting me you might hear some uh, Some mouth mouth sounds but it's our cat (laughs) it's not us when hattie's all like oh honestly he's always the best policy but then rafer's like Kinder, but dishonest. Hattie, I'm through being dishonest. Yeah. I, like, I, I hate this framing of things. People are like, well, I'm just being honest. Like, yeah. I heard your face. You don't have to fucking say everything. Like, yeah. no one's asking you to lie. You just don't have to say everything out loud. Yeah. Like, padding your it, words is not bad. Like, yeah, that's not lying. Well, of course, Hattie starts crying though, at least. So. Oh, she loves to cry. Yeah. She's a, a, she's so emotional. Yeah. I think that, uh, this also has the vibe of Arya throwing rocks at her, her dire wolf, <laughs> being like, you can't stay here. Cause he literally does yeah, say, that's probably I have true. to be a little mean and I can't comfort her cause I don't want to get mixed signals. Right. Like, Which maybe, is maybe like, do like the me, dumbest actually. shit on the planet, but also, I don't know. You could kind of see where he's coming from. Because on the one hand, he did have feelings for her-ish. On the other hand, she did bring up previously, like, well, why wouldn't we be good together? Right, right. So when she's crying, he basically says to himself, well, I can't comfort her because she'll get the wrong message. Which I can almost see the vibe of, like, what's the term? Like, um, a short-term displeasure for a long-term mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. But Temporary still, pain. Right. It's still very, very weird. So... <laughs> Now that Hattie's crying, Rayford's like, no, after all that, I somehow have to convince you that I do care for you as a friend and as a person. Which I'm, Do you, though, Rayford? Yeah. I don't feel like you do care about her that's, as a friend. That's insane. And the only thing that I, quote unquote, liked about this part is that he at least says he wants to be friends and that he cares about her as a person. At this uh, point, I wasn't even sure if he was just going to be like, we shouldn't see each other because of my penis and your whatever. I simply don't believe him, though. I, he's only ever been, like, shitty to Hattie. Mm-hmm. Like, when has he, like, done anything, I guess in his mind, uh, witnessing to her is nice. Yeah, that's unfortunate, unfortunately. <laughs> but, yeah. like, really has done very little nice to her, I would say. Yeah, and as she's crying, she's like, well, uh, I, I swear I wasn't going to give you the satisfaction. And he's like, 
If you take nothing else from this conversation, you must know that your tears give me no satisfaction. Every one of them is a dagger to me. I'm responsible. I was wrong. <laughs> and he throws up. <laughs> uh, no, I do feel like now that Rayford is a Christian, he's getting like a huge boner over being like, I was wrong. I confess my yeah. sins. He does a very good job of both extremely quote unquote, like capital A apologizing and making it about himself. Yes. I think this is a, uh, uh, the best form of apologizing where you, the apologizer still get to make it about yourself, but you say all the right words. And that's a four thumbs up. for me. <laughs> that is, that's a, uh, uh, an expert move. Yeah. <laughs> And being a shitty dude. <laughs> uh, so after all this, Hattie's like, dude, I need a minute. I gotta go to the bathroom and like gotta, compose myself. Uh, you gave me diarrhea from this stress. <laughs> I gotta shit. I gotta shit. So now we go uh, cut back to Buck and Chloe having their little airport day. Oh my God, this part made me insane. Why? I thought it was so cute. So Chlo- Chloe's eating a cookie and she gets some of it on her face. So Buck licks it off of her with okay. his tongue. Well, no, he brushes it. He wipes it with his thumb, and, and then, then puts it in her mouth. <laughs> no, in his, in his mouth. <laughs> I'm joking. I didn't know. Well, I, it sounded like you were saying that he licked her face. He licked her face, <laughs> which is not what happened. No, but he, is, this is this is definitely very forward behavior for someone you've just met. All right, I, as a 36 year old, you're saying it's wrong for me to go up to girls at the Great American Cookie. <laughs> And wipe the chocolate off their face and then suck it. Yeah, that's a um, that's what we call in the anime world an indirect kiss. So <laughs> this is like, yeah, this is horny and weird. Indirect kiss, interesting. She does respond with, "Whoa, what if I have the crud or something like that?" Yeah, that yeah, that was again. Chloe's funny and mm-hmm. smart, uh, and it, also this is very funny to talk about in the the era of COVID. Yeah, <laughs> like, the idea of like. D- touching to your mouth, like another person's mouth, like that you just met. Because again, we only have Buck's uh, version of this, and he. Yeah, we don't get a Chloe viewpoint in this book. Weirdly. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. We don't get any in this book. I don't, I don't think so. Unless one pops up in the next two chapters gotcha. that I don't know about. Yeah, because she eventually is a. POV characters. So. They're like, uh, you realize there's no girls in this. No, we have girls all over the place. Their emotions get in the way of the story. Yeah, they're like, hysterical. Yeah, real quick though, most Christians are women. It's like a lot of women. There are a lot of women. Which is why Rayford is Tom Selleck or whatever. Oh, you're right. No, Rayford, yeah. Rayford is Tom Selleck. I was sorry. I was thinking of Nicolai Carpathia, who is Robert Rayford. Paul has, has Newman's been- own ranch dressing. <laughs> Oh, he's Robert Redford, as was confirmed multiple times. Multiple in the book. times, hilariously. But yeah, I just don't. I think even if you know someone, the frickin' dropping a quick "May I?" wiping the chocolate off of them and then putting it in your mouth is weird. I would literally never do that to anyone unless I was like romantically with them currently. Yeah, yeah. I would never, like, never. That's, that's so sick. That's wild. That's nice a job, wild Buck. thing to you do. Rock. <laughs> You rock, Buck. And I feel like Chloe likes it, though. She's like, ooh, daddy. Uh, Chloe does get a little bit awkward because at one point in the conversation, Buck kind of classifies her as a college kid. Yeah. And, okay, this is the part I've been, like, dying to talk to you about because I (sighs) Buck says that he is 30 and a half going on 31. And Chloe later says that she's 20 and a half going on 21. Mm Mm-hmm. That is not how those phrases work. Because, you know, the whole, like, I am 16 going on 17. Mm-hmm. 
the point is the first age you say is the correct one. Mm-hmm. And the second age is like, oh, they're trying to be older. Yeah. So they're doing it backwards. Like, Buck says he's 35 going on 31. That makes no sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't it make sense. It makes zero. So as I was like, is he saying he's 35? Like, I think that's why he says going on 31 because he said he's making the joke, I'm 30 and a half, meaning like an, an adult wouldn't say they're this many and then say I'm 30 in six months. Uh, so he says, I'm 30 and a half going on 31. So yeah, it's a little weird. Okay. No, all right. Honestly, it's, it's not the. I actually fully misunderstood. I thought he was saying 30 and a half. I thought he was saying 30 and a half is in 35. Yeah, no, no, no. That, that makes, okay, all that's, right. He's yeah. thir- the 31 is clarification, but like, this is a book written by humans and they didn't have to have, well, he's also being awkward here. So he's being cute and it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. technically have to be a, you know, grand slam line technically. Uh, so it's very strange. And I think it's supposed to be kind of like, saccharinely cute, kind of awkward, not very, obviously not doing the, you know, like you said, I am 16 going on 17 or I am 16 going on 24 or anything like that. And, you know, Chloe doesn't, the way she responds is just by aping him and kind of making fun of him. No, that, yeah, no, I actually, that one's on me. I Mm -hmm. misunderstood what they were saying. I was ready to rag on him, but I was wrong. But you can, you can definitely see, because like people typically say the going, well, I don't know. I'm, it's usually like, oh, she's two going on 13. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like oh, she thinks she's so grown up. But I feel like very rarely do people say that of themselves, if that makes sense. Yes. Yes. So uh, maybe it's just a thing people say, you know, like, hey, man, we throw extra words. We don't need to to be add a little flavor. I but guess. yeah, no. I think he's just being weird about it because he knows he's a lot older than her. Yeah. So he's like trying to make little jokes about his right because you you only say you're 15 and a half when you're you know you only add when you're like a teen when yeah no, that's teen. A, no that does make sense yeah. I, I I misunderstood but uh, then Buck and Chloe do a little a uh, little age play here yeah, in the book uh, <laughs> like being all like oh you're so old and Buck says I'd buy you another cookie little girl but I don't want to spoil your appetite yeah like, yeah and then. Okay. Chloe takes her shoes off and gets down on her knees and walks around like dwarf. (laughs) Oh, but please, Grandpa, give me cookie, cookie. (laughs) Um, But they are very silly uh, with each other where she, like, uh, yells back at him as though he can't hear. Yeah. And then he, like, bark laughs in the middle of the fucking airport, which I loved. No, they they definitely are are being tickled by each other. They, 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 They have the same sense of humor. And I also, you know, not to give the book a benefit of the doubt ever, but you have to imagine literally anyone's flirtatious early conversations are the world's most cringiest thing on the planet. So, oh yeah, that that is definitely true. Like, no, I don't think anyone would want that exposed to the world. <laughs> yeah, thank God they're not writing a book about you, dear listener, or yeah. else you would sound like a fool. Except for Tim, I do feel like our early um, aim conversations are probably hilarious. I mean, yeah, we're funny. We're different. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah, we're different. We're different. Um, so when they're doing all this, like, jokey, jokey, ha, 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 you're so old, Buck's like, oh, my goodness, I'm consorting with a minor. <laughs> wow, Buck, grooming minors much? Problematic. Hey, sit on my knee. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, and then also Buck says to Chloe, you play a lot older. So, again, like, this has to be like, Chloe's so mature. She's so mature. It's fine. Yeah. That she's going to get married to a dude 10 years older than her. <laughs> I mean, he's hot. She's hot. They're adults. Mm, you know, it's the rapture. We no, gotta repopulate Buck or something. Buck is a groomer and he's canceled. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Hattie 
comes back from the restroom now, and Rayford, this is where he's like, you have to tell me you forgive me. Yeah. That is, I, that's fucked up. You can't just do that. Like, you can't be like, you have to forgive me now. Yeah. And he does say it a second time where he puts it a little bit better. Like the yeah. first time was like, you, ha- you have to. The second one is like, I need you to explicitly say it because... You know, like, I don't want to leave this conversation with it kind of murky. And she does kind of respond back, being like, is this why you kind of did? He's like, well, no, I mean, it's not going to save my, um, you know, my, my, my guilt or anything like that. But like, I want it to be explicit that you forgive me and shit like that. It's very weird. Um, obviously, cause it's Rayford and it's Jerry B and shit like that. Yeah, so yeah. it's, it's tough to un- entirely understand, especially because it's such a strong arm apology. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. insane. Um, because. Like, sit there, don't move. I was totally wrong. Kind of. Take it. Whatever. Take it. <laughs> take the hits here and take my apology. Now forgive me. Yeah. And if, you, if you do forgive me, you have to say it. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't, ugh, I hate Rayford. <laughs> uh, then Rayford, for some reason, is like, well, Chloe told me not to bring this up in the same conversation, but I'm gonna do it. And I just like, she's smart. Yeah. She was correct. <laughs> I'm crying and, and don't like you right now. Yeah. Anyways, what's this about my eternally damned soul? Yeah, and Raper gives her the whole spiel, but Hattie has given him nothing in return. She's so funny. Just, yeah, staring at him, like no encouragement, no nodding, whatever. Uh, Raper says during this, basically, like, well, you gotta understand how, like, if someone believes this, like, they'd have to tell other people about it, right? <laughs> She's like, like, I guess. Mm, I don't think about it. <laughs> I guess. Chapter 21. Woo! Buck chats with Stanton Bailey about Carpathia and replacing Lucinda Washington. Uh, Stanton Bailey. Yeah. The guy's back. The big boss. Because they have dinner. So Buck, and what I found to be one of the world's most confusing half sentences that didn't need to be confusing of Buck leaves airport, go mm-hmm. home, go, mm-hmm. go office, talk Stanton. And maybe some of this is on the phone, but I feel like most of it's in person. I, yeah, like, again, like, the logistics, like, the book is telling, it, like, they're going way too much into the logistics. I don't need to know that, like, Buck went home to change clothes. It's very much like, <laughs> how do these characters go to the bathroom? Wait, when was the last time this main character put on deodorant? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, yeah, so, but, but like, they're going to meet back up later in the evening at the hotel for dinner, and everyone has gone off to do their own thing in the afternoon. Yeah. And Buck goes back to work. To talk to Stanton Bailey. And, like, in this conversation, like, basically they're chatting about, like, what Buck needs to do next. Because he's got to replace listen to Washington and the Chicago Bureau. But he's also trying to cover stuff, like, that's happening there in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stanton Bailey is like, ah, like, you can go to Chicago. It's fine. Like, you basically already know everything from Steve Plank. Uh, that's gonna happen tomorrow. Yeah. But Buck is still like, man, I hope Carpathia's is a good dude. It's like... At this point, you think he is still? Yeah, I feel like he says, my man, or something like that, or bought in on him. It's very funny. (laughs) He loves him. And then Sam Bailey says about Carpathia, he's a man for this time, but his global disarmament and his reorganization plans are too ambitious. It'll never happen. Uh, What about the one religion thing? Like, no one's talking about that, like, at all. There's no more Christians, so... They just, like, don't fucking care. This is the thing that just makes me laugh, is that... Evangelicals are like, nobody would care if they made a one world religion if right. the Christians weren't here. Because they like, see no, themselves. I think people will definitely still care about that. Yeah, they see themselves as Christians and everybody else. And they th- yeah. like to think that other religions do that, where it's like, wow, they're so insular. They see everybody else as infidels or, you know. And I'm like, um, 
bitch, you're looking in a mirror. That's yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're doing. It's very stupid. Uh, Buck, <laughs> this is wild also. This rocks. Buck Amina is like, okay, cool. I have permission to go to Chicago. Uh, I'm going to book a flight on Raver and Chloe's plane and tell the airline that I'm Chloe's flying companion. It's also very <laughs> specific uh, that he books a cheap seat. Yes. <laughs> with the, through the magazine and then books like upgrades himself probably with his own money. Yeah, you know, he, it, it specifies that specifically. Yeah, uh, to I, first class. I guess we're just supposed to do, like Buck is not booking this for because Chloe has a first class seat because she's like flying with the pilot. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're supposed to be like, oh, Buck is so honest and like his his ethics are good because he didn't make right. the newspaper pay for his first class ticket. But it, it's like really confusing because he just calls the airline and they're like. He's like, I know Chloe. She go on airplane. And oh like, yeah. All right, sure thing. She sits here. You want to sit with her? I'm like, did that? Can you just do that? Yeah. I mean, once again, very much a pre nine eleven world <laughs> here. <laughs> like the fact that a customer service would be helpful back in the day in talking to a person oh and God. be able to like put you on a specific seat. Wow. Wow to me. Take me back. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do that. Take me, please. <laughs> so he's just gonna surprise her by sitting next to her on a flight like, from New oh, York to Chicago. Fancy meeting you here on this airplane. Your dad's flying, which I think rocks. And, yeah, and fellas, you gotta you gotta go hard. You gotta shoot your shot. You gotta shoot your shot. That's what I. That's what I freaking think. So Buck meets up with Rayford, Chloe, and Hattie at the hotel, and I, apparently this is the fanciest hotel restaurant. Like I know that some hotels have fancy restaurants. I guess I feel like this must have been more of a thing, like back in the day. I think hotels are supposed to have fancy restaurants, but I don't think we've I ever stayed at I don't think I've hotel. ever stayed in a... Yeah, I guess maybe that's the problem. We don't yeah. Have, I mean, I've been to quote-unquote fancy hotel bars and things like that, but every single hotel restaurant I go to sucks. It's like fine. Like, or yeah. like is overly expensive. But I think it's... I think hotels are supposed... Like, that's why hotel hell kind of exists mm. is because like, you know, nice hotels... It's supposed to be fancy. ...are supposed to have freaking... Um, nice restaurants. A cat update. I'm holding laser like a baby over yeah, my shoulder. Yeah, yeah. T- we're just doing this podcasting with laser being held like a baby. <laughs> uh, in Buck's mind, he thinks this. Chloe was radiant, looking five years older in a classy evening dress. I mean, it was clear she and Hattie had spent the late afternoon in a beauty salon. <laughs> which, insane phrase, <laughs> it's but. So insane. Why is she wearing an evening gown to the hotel restaurant? What's an evening gown? Like a fancy dress. I'm Googling Look up evening, evening gown. gown. <laughs> That's evening really funny gown. that you don't know what an evening gown is. I don't know what anything makes, is. is it, no, it's like a Sick. formal, formal dress. I Googled evening gown 1995. <gasps> okay. Wow, this is a wild. Right. Miss Universe pageant 1995. Probably not the same. Yeah, no, way. they're like fancy ass, like wow. sparkly, eats and eat. Like, this is like a black tie dress. What the fuck? Yes. I mean, Chloe would look great in this. And oh, of course she would. She'd be, she'd be glowing. She'd be beautiful. Look at her, just like Miss Milwaukee or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, it's real. I mean, I guess those hotels exist, but like, can a pilot afford that? Like, I don't, I mean, pilots make good money, but not like. Billionaire. You don't know what you're talking about. I guess I don't. Pilots, they got mad cash. I mean, again. I mean, right? I've never eaten at a restaurant that you had to wear an evening gown in, so. You barely even eat at restaurants. You're downright feral. What? I've eaten at restaurants. <laughs> I mean, Buck, Buck says <laughs> Jennifer wants you all to know that she has, in fact, been to I've a restaurant. eaten at restaurants. <laughs> uh, Buck even says himself that he has to wear a tie, and he hasn't worn a tie in a million years. Yeah. Because they wouldn't let him in. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
This is just like which I know restaurants exist like that. I'm just calling into question that it's a hotel or restaurant. It's like a movie, like movie uh, shit. You know I what I'm guess, saying? Like it has to exist, but also and of course, and it has to be that like Hattie and Chloe had a whole like makeover afternoon. Together. Yeah, that's that's really annoying because one, it's lame because it's from the dude's perspective. But it could have been totally, I guess the word maybe is solved or made yeah. to be cool by Chloe being nice and human to be like, like, hey, we're in New York. Let's go. Da, 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 da. I was Chloe's like really emotionally mature and yeah. smart and nice. So she could tell that this is obviously awkward and a bad situation for Hattie. But she's such a good person, even though she's not a Christian for some reason. Huh, that's so um, that, weird. Like my fan fiction is that she offered to do it. I she probably did, honestly, from everything we know. And like the fact that Chloe is like going to hang out with the chick that she knows her dad almost <laughs> cheated with. And, yeah. and just being like chill about it. Chloe is a great daughter. Yeah. Like and a good person. And she's probably gonna become a bad person when she becomes a Christian. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, well, I'll keep, I'll continue my crush on Chloe for now until <laughs> she um, is saved. Says the goddamn words. But yeah. Yeah, I mean... Did she buy this dress? Did she fly to New York with an evening gown? Yeah, that's my question. And then we flipped to fucking Rayford G point, and he's also like, damn, Chloe's looking hot. Damn, that's a hot ass daughter. <laughs> that which is also a weird, like evangelical. I don't know, man. Like dudes are like weird. Like the whole like daddy daughter. Yeah. Like there's like weird vibes between dads and daughters and evangelical Christianity. For sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's a non weird way to say it, but like. As someone that doesn't have a daughter, doesn't have really any parenting bones in their body, it I, I don't see any way to do this, but there, ha I, well, there has think to about, be like, a non-creepy way. What would you say to our niece if she were dressed up for an event? Damn! No! You'd be like, you look so nice. Or like, oh, you look beautiful. Like, you wouldn't... Because like, I forget exactly. I would just floss in front of her, probably. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The, let me show you my approval via flossing. Because <laughs> um, I can't remember exactly what his phrasing was, but it, it was like... That she was hot. <laughs> it was weird. This is worth it because I feel like this is just such an egregious sentence. Rafer thought his daughter looked stunning that evening. Like, I, I'm sorry. That's a weird thing to say about your daughter, I think. They've had, a, they had to have like a meeting about like, all right, open up the, the thesaurus. What yeah, more can yeah, we yeah, use yeah, here? Yeah. Like, stunning seems like a powerful and good, maybe. I guess a parent could say, I don't know. I just am, I just hate Rafer so much that. I'm just not giving him any benefit of the doubt. Uh, nor should you. And it does feel like a difficult thing to be like, we are from a dad's point of view. How do we say that the daughter hot? Yeah. 
So <laughs> she has value, by the way. Yeah. And, and Raver's like, huh, I wonder if Buck has a little crush on Chloe, but he's too old for her. Yeah. Like this one, this, of course I'm being silly. They're completely too far apart in age. They are a decade apart in age. And he, I think he also thinks like maybe Hattie is playing matchmaker behind the scenes. Hmm. Which I can almost see that maybe happening. Yeah, because freaking Hattie's cool. Yeah, because she's cool. I bet that I would love, I wish that we had gotten the viewpoint of Hattie and Chloe hanging out Absolutely. in the afternoon. Absolutely. I hope they had fucking mimosas while they were getting their nails done. Yeah, left behind, back to old desk. Uh, Bechtel test. Yeah, of course they'll never let us hear two women. Okay, but the left behind Bechtel test is two women talking to each other, not about God. Yeah. <laughs> Left Behind Bechtel Test Challenge 2022. Let's see how they do. Yeah. I'm going to guess bad. Oh. Uh, So they're having their nice little dinner. And and it sounds like they don't, like, just immediately jump into it. They kind of do all this, you know, normal dinner. They do the exact opposite of it. Yeah. They don't jump into it, like, at all. They just eat their full-ass dinner without talking about it. And not to be shitty, but, like... Game of Thrones comes out next year. What are they eating? What are they drinking? <laughs> Come on, we it's need to know. implied they're only drinking water like fucking freaks. I know that Rayford. Oh, I bet they are not. Yeah, I bet they're not drinking any alcohol. Yeah, like they go through. They eat, you know, first meal, whatever, salad, soups, okay, all the dessert. They didn't tell us anything. I, okay, 1995 foods. They're definitely eating something with like sun dried tomatoes in it. Oh yeah, like, it's like chicken, sun dried tomato, they're asparagus. They're eating a quiche. Fancy um, mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. I, a I, quiche at dinner? That was like a. Th- it was like a. Maybe that was more the eighties. That quiche was like a fancy thing. They're eating one of those Jellos with ham in it. Okay, that's a little too far back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but l- luckily, uh, the waiter comes up, and it kind of seems like they're going to start to be like, okay. Because typically at a restaurant, leave? you eat your food and then you leave, and then you leave, but or Ra- you order more drinks to like justify your table. But obviously, these freaks aren't drinking, yeah. so Rayford has to just straight up bribe the waiter by giving him cash. Which <laughs> baller shit? Which is cool. Like if you're gonna be like that, like yeah. yeah. I wonder how much he gave him. How much do you think he gave him? Said large bill. Probably hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. Yeah. Ninety five. Pretty good. It's very true. Yeah. The, the, the waiter made like a face. Was like okay, and started refilling their waters. Yeah. Like and yep, it's just sure like. Thing. Sure thing, boss. None of you had wine. No, you didn't even like take a second to say, "Oh, Chloe's the only one," or right, uh, right. Hattie and Chloe the only one that ordered wine because well, like well, Bucky is like working technically. Chloe's not old enough to order. Wine. Oh fuck, you're right. She's twenty. <laughs> she yeah. can't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's fun. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Just a group of adults enjoying yeah. a and a child. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, Christians drink. I don't. Some I mean, of them do. Yeah, I'm actually. Cur- I, I'm like. I'm gonna assume these ones don't. Though. I, yeah, especially because they used to not be Christians. So recently, they think they have to do it kit and caboodle. Because we know Rayford has drunk because he drank a full huge glass of whiskey. Yeah, remember that three inches of whiskey. That yeah, ruled. <laughs> Can I have a uh, three inches of whiskey? What's your finest three inch whiskey? Thank you. <laughs> so uh, now that it is becoming actual interview time, Buck is trying to be a good interviewer, but also he's trying to impress Chloe. Yeah, it's it's difficult because he's covered wars. It was unflappable. Yeah, he interviewed the number one people on the planet. He's known as being one of the best interviewers, but girl hot. Yeah, a 20-year-old girl uh, appears and turns him into a teen boy. So the second that Rayford starts going into his whole spiel again, <laughs> Chloe and Hattie are like, um, we're going to leave. Bye. 
which is very sick of them. We're going to do the girl thing and leave at the same like, time. We're going to go to the bathroom and touch up our makeups. Yeah, and it's obviously because they're like, this guy's going to go on for a half fucking hour about those yeah. two yakos in Israel and, and, and Antichrist like, this. And personally, I get it. I get Thank it. Thank God for the bathroom. How many times have I been like, I gotta go to the restroom real right. quick? Like, you were gone <laughs> like, for 15 I just, minutes. I like, just wanted to leave. <laughs> yeah, I sat in the toilet with my phone out. I don't know if I even peed. I mean, I kind of peed a little bit, but like. <laughs> I made myself do I made it, myself. I didn't really need to. My butthole hurts. Yeah, I should. I'm gonna get him right. I should. <laughs> These goddamn public restrooms at hotels don't have the top lid, so I can't sit on them. Yeah. And then sometimes you sit at the top lid and it buckles in. Oh, this sucks. So, anyways, we don't have s- cell phone with games on it. <laughs> yeah, man, man, that would suck. That's why you just gotta go like chill in the bathroom. Hopefully, I think it's a nice bathroom. If this okay, oh, if yeah. this is like a evening it's gown dark. hotel. There's probably an attendant in there. And they're probably like, "Oh, would you like some mouthwash?" Mm-hmm. Would you like, you would know? you want to give me a dollar, please? Yeah, exactly. Um, so Rayford is like kind of pissed that this is happening. Yes, yeah. I I both liked and disliked because on the one hand, it shows how emotional he is. And it does feel like this is a time where he's, like, purposely supposed to be too emotional as opposed to all the other times where I'm not too sure what we're supposed to take from it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, yet again, Chloe leaves. This is, like, the fifth time I've yeah. tried to do this. because it happened earlier, too, and he's like, okay, fine, we'll have, to, we'll have dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. And- it's a human reaction. I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then – I'm just going to read this line directly talking about Rayford. So he stepped off the edge of a social cliff. Saying things he knew could get him categorized as a kook. Hell yeah, baby. Back to the kook again. They they love the word kook. I mean, w- when you got a perfect word, just use it. That's my opinion. And, and, I, and I think this too, like, I think that the writers, like, they really feel like they're like, making, like, a poignant, like, point here of, mm-hmm. like, if you, like, really care about this, you have to not worry about people not liking you or being put off by yeah. what you say. Honestly, what would people do if they found out you're a Jesus freak? What would people do <laughs> if they found out it was true? Ooh, when did that ooh. come out? When did that come out? this time right jesus is it 95 oh man so like right around this time so yeah, just so probably like, right after yeah cool okay so, so yeah then uh, raver once again goes into the whole spiel mm-hmm. and we go to buck's viewpoint wherein i i think we're like buck is like impressed that raver has like, like bible verses mm-hmm. to back up i'm like i don't why is that impressive that he knows his own book well because like, it's it, yeah it's the exact same. why is why should book care about it though? right exactly. why is that like impressive it's like, the exact the same thing as nick carpathia reading the encyclopedia entry for <laughs> un you know it's not I, even that no it, it's actually more like if someone was like oh let me tell you about my <laughs> wizard book and i'll tell uh, you exactly which page it's happening on it's like okay cool. i'm so surprised like, that doesn't make that more true just right. because you know what page it's happening on yeah it's like <laughs> I can tell you everything that happens in the Men in Black movie. And exactly. At, at, at eight minute nine, there's yeah. a there's a pug, and it doesn't and like, make whoa. and it doesn't make them be real. <laughs> I mean, there is a pug, but you know, I see. What, yeah, you're right. Yeah, like, no, I, mean, I just want to get like why from Buck's perspective he would be impressed by that, and that's no, why this is Christian brain. No, again, it's they 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 are stupid, and it's because he 
can back up what his jargon is with quote unquote facts, chapter yeah. and verse shit, just like Nikolai kind of did, right? Yes. It's yet yeah. another appeal to intelligence versus whatever the fuck else. I guess emotion? I don't really know. But like, I, this is where the benefit of having them go back and forth between their perspective sort of helps yeah, uh, it's confusing yeah, no, it, it definitely helps but it's a little confusing and it's it's funny because i feel like i haven't i don't know how books work anymore so i don't know <laughs> if this is normal you know i'm sure this is like the most normal thing in the world where you have two characters emotional like back to back to back like that that's not that weird no, right but but I like here I, i'm sure there are versions of this that work and there are versions of this that work i just don't feel like it works for me here yeah no it's confusing because they don't do it a lot and even though well this is the first time they've been it's just like sometimes like certain chapters they just go back and forth like a lot yeah and it's confusing. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, and usually it's because they're on the phone. And <laughs> when they're on the phone, they show up with the phone like, in their what? hand. That rocks. But uh, uh, it's funny because Rayford's like, damn, I'm fucking up. He, I must not be good <laughs> enough at this. Yeah, He's not listening yeah. at all. And Meanwhile, Buck is like, oh, my God. Like, damn, I think oh he might God. have a point, actually. My palm's sweaty. Girl gone, palm's sweaty. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, usually I'd be so engaged or whatever. And this time I'm just like – Kind of staring at him and, and, and yeah, Rayford's like, what? I'm doing bad. And, and Buck also, like, Rayford's doing the spiel and he's like, oh, because he's talking about the dudes at the Wailing Wall and all that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, have you seen what's been happening there? Uh, people are getting converted and they're starting to preach themselves. So. Right. Just a little update on the two kooks at the Wailing Wall. They're, the, they're 144 they, starting to grow. Yeah. They got a bunch of converts now. There we go. <laughs> Rayford responds by saying, amazing, but even more amazing. It was all predicted in the Bible. And then Buck is the Pikachu meme. Like, he is he's like, what? What? <laughs> like, like, this is this is where it's like I no like hardened reporter would be like, damn. Yeah. Like him responding that way when the Russian like planes all got shot down, that's fair. Yeah. That makes sense to me. But they explicitly say that he kind of responds this way due to Right. That. It's, it's more like the, the building of it. Which, yeah, like I, I can see that. Like mm-hmm. he like actually experienced like a miracle or like a supernatural event. Yeah. A very I, small number of people on the planet went through what Buck went through. Yeah. Remember, he went out of a military bunker during it. I'm yeah. sure there's so he saw it all. several residents of various um, um, uh, Jerusalem citizens that saw something similar. But still, he went out and saw uh, it as well. But yeah, he's freaking out, absolutely freaking out. And I think they do like one quick line of how, yeah, some of this could be suspect or whatever. Mm-hmm. But still, he kind of drops that quick. This might not be, this might be a reach here, but also it's really effective mm-hmm. and it's working on me. So they are doing that little bit of kissy of like, all right, even though this sounds insane, dear reader, people will hear it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, because it does make sense and people are stupid for not believing it. And the whole thing is Buck is supposedly writing this article to kind of be like, here are all the main like viewpoints that mm-hmm. people have about what the fuck happened. And Buck thinks to himself that basically unless unless he intentionally tries to make Rayford look crazy, that people are going to find him convincing. Yeah. Like he finds him convincing. Yeah. Which is fair. Like if there was a 
study done, you know, in the 1979 that was like, if we keep making nuclear reactors and nuclear bombs, eventually all good numbers are going to disappear. Yeah. Uh, that'd be one thing. So like, again, this is, I find myself trying to poke holes in it, but then I have to remind myself, this is literally a book who's just, you know, taking everything that this um, sort of movement believes as 110%. Mm-hmm. So the car is before the horse and yes. we're all w- working up to this thing. And like in, again, in this book, the rapture happened. The rapture did happen. It happened. And so, there's like Eli and Moisha are killing people. Yeah. Like, uh, like lot, supernatural shit is happening. Right. Yeah. So Buck is not being like irrational for being like, this is true in this world. In this world. Because in this world, the rapture which happen. is why I'm saying it's a little weird that more people aren't becoming Christians yes. because, you know, when we've talked about it and it, it kind of raised the notch of my is the rapture real stress meter thing <laughs> um, keeps going up every single time we do a ch- uh, an episode. Because <laughs> You're getting more worried that it's real. I don't know. It's it less that it is real. But what would happen if it was meaning like I don't think it could happen. But I'm just thinking but about it But if it, it did more. happen... And I keep getting so mad and sad about having to become a Christian again. <laughs> because, like... I love you. You're making up a problem. And you're like, oh, I'm getting so upset yeah, about like, this thing that's I, not going to happen. To be clear, I do not think it's going to happen. And I'm not thinking it's going to be, like, more likely due to doing the show. It's just that it's there. And if it is... No, I know. I know. It, like, it's like it opens up some portal in your right. your, your psyche that's like, but what, right, it's what like if the- they're right? digest a fat deposit that's like from when i was in third grade and terrified mm-hmm. of all this mm-hmm. shit so yeah i mean this is it's literally in the bible the way that they are saying it right so it's wild that more people aren't like yeah it's part of the rapture which is why i did like that one random dude that helped buck mm-hmm. in the airport yeah yeah, yeah that like, was yeah, like part of the rapture part of the rapture <laughs> <laughs> yeah no Isn't i that agree fucked? yeah that 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 makes sense to me that which people is why really saying it yeah which is why this is like my lore was always throughout all of this that people are cut like they even say this down the road of like people harden their hearts and they choose the devil more or less right mm. um or they choose a world or something like that and I, my brain was always like well that's so insane even now i think that's insane but it's like there is a, a power going through the rapture times and sometimes that power is the devil but also sometimes it's uh, uh the holy spirit and god being mm. like no man go yeah. do something crazy because you know you can't be saved it feels well, very very predestination type shit. I mean, remember in the Old Testament, the story of God hardening Pharaoh's heart. Like, that is a thing in the Bible that God will harden people's hearts. Hey, where's that free will? I actually won't let you come to heaven. I'm going to make you not believe in me. Right, because we, even both of our reactions were kind of different of, you felt, you basically implied you didn't want to become a Christian because that's stupid and bad, Mm -hmm. even though we would have the proof of it in front of us. So it makes sense that some people are like, fuck off. Yeah, like, like fuck you. I don't want to live like this. Yeah. So. Which is why we have to buy a bunker. Yeah, they're not going to get us. Wait. <laughs> and not- then say the words. <laughs> yeah, say the words at the very, very, very yeah. end. Yeah. And, I like, mean, like Desmond in the Hatch, open yeah. up the book and be like, all right, I'm saying the words. <laughs> yeah. So while we know internally that Bub's like, damn, I think this is real, Rayford's like, I'm not getting through to him I'm at all. Up. This is totally not working. I'm really sad. 
And, and Rafer has to like remind himself, like, okay, actually, the real point of this is to get to Chloe, mm-hmm. uh, and then maybe to influence the reading public because he is being interviewed for like a news article, right? right now. And they don't touch on that a lot, and it is kind of funny that even. We, the reader, forget that, like, this is, like, a Time Magazine front page shit back in the day when that was a bigger deal. Oh, damn, damn, Time Magazine. Get fucked. You put out that that person of the year was us. Fuck yourself. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Do Trump again. (laughs) Or Hitler. Do Nick like Carpathia. They would do Nick like Carpathia. They would. They would do him twice. I mean, he's already the sexiest man of the year. What what bad man have they not done? (laughs) They did Stalin, right? They did Hitler. I they probably, I think they did. I think they definitely did Hitler. Oh man! Or that's one of those facts oh. that's always wrong. Was Hitler a Times Person of the Year? Oops, I spelled many of those words wrong. All right. He did not. Fuck you. It's a it's a it's a, a myth apparently. I'm gonna edit. But that there's part definitely out. but there's but there are many bad ones though. Like it's definitely happened. <laughs> So Buck kind of ends the conversation conversation by being like, well, I'll let you know if I end up using one of your quotes. And then he's immediately like, fuck, I should never have said that. Fuck. I would never do that. I would never. I like that they also have to confirm, again, his ethics. Like, I would never let a source look at the quote before right. I put it in well, the it's story. Like, I think it's less ethics and more how good he is because it's basically like, I would never misquote you. So there's some ethics there, but it's like, but you're not, but, but like, like generally you're not supposed to. Like, from my understanding, reporters are like, yeah, you don't get to review your quote. Right, right. right. So he's like, but I would never misquote you. So I'd never even need to do it. So look at me being the world's most best boy. And they made some stupid ass line of like, oh, Ray's smart. So he immediately yeah. caught on that that was bullshit. I'm like, really? I don't think okay. that makes Maybe. sense, but the, I don't know. I the don't... past was different, I guess, sure. I guess. <laughs> and while this is happening, uh, Buck notices that now Chloe's crying. Yeah, the, the, he was so absorbed with, uh, Rayford's monologue that he didn't even notice how long the girls were gone. And we know that Rayford's monologue is about 30 minutes. <laughs> We do have, like, knowledge of about how long it takes. So, Hattie, I like to think that Hattie and Chloe went and got drinks where, you know, yeah, Hattie's go, like, let's go do tequila let's shots. Go, let's go tell these people it's your 21st birthday. Yeah. And I'll I'll shake my cans at them. And it was 1995, so maybe they gave her, like, a Cosmo to drink. No, it's 1995. They gave her, like, fucking martini with vodka and shit in it. Oh, God. Like, there's not – Hattie could get a 19-year-old drunk in any fucking hotel bar on the oh. planet. I mean, so good. <laughs> I guess that is true. It's <laughs> pretty easy. <laughs> I guess that's true. Um, so yeah, it, it, the other thing, like, so book specifically says he noticed Chloe was crying, tears streaming down her face. What is it? What was it with these women? <laughs> <laughs> like even Buck, who's like enamored with Chloe, is like, oh, these women are always crying. It's really funny, and I love that he's even like, uh, so Hattie, uh, off the record, what do you think? He's like, bitch, I'm off the record. Yeah, he's like, oh, I didn't think you want to be interviewed. I don't, but you should have asked, bitch. Yeah, she's like, oh, uh, you care about what a pilot thinks, but not what a flight attendant mm-hmm. thinks. Hmm, interesting. It, and he weirdly, I think. They are saying he's kind of flustered. So he's like, can you tell me what you and Hattie were talking about before? And they're like, I, I was like what? What? why did you 
ask that? And they're like, uh, pretty private, actually. Okay, uh, that's unprofessional. Yeah, that was sure. wild. I forgot to even put that in the notes because it was just like such a weird. Like, why did he even ask that? Like, I don't even understand what's going on. I th- it, it very strange. I mean, he just seemed very himself emotional and being like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, maybe part of him wanted to have the entire. Um, spiel kind of like from other people's perspective. Cause again, this is hitting him hard and he is a little nervous cause it's like, this feels real. Yeah. So while this is happening, Rayford internally is being like, damn, I'm really disappointed that Chloe was not more open to my whole monologue. And I know I, now I have pushed it as far as I can. Yeah. And I got to stop. Yeah. She's, he gets, she's going to dig her heels. He kind of got embarrassed, mad, and at, at Chloe. Embarrassed. He had her. a bad time at this fancy hotel restaurant. He, he had fucking tiramisu and he's angry about yeah, it. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you, stupid? He sucks. Uh, so right before they're like saying their goodbyes for the evening, Rayford says to Buck, The pastor I told you about in Illinois really had a handle on this stuff and knows much more than I do about the Antichrist and all. It might be worth the call if you ever want to know any more. And again, like, Rayford is, like, totally, like, okay, he's blowing me off. I'm just going to, like, say this yeah. just in case. Because, you know, I must have done a bad job, but luckily yeah. Bruce can do better. But actually, Buck is like, oh, hell yeah, I definitely want to talk to this guy. And we know He's going to be in Chicago tomorrow because <laughs> he got his creep seat on the plane yeah. next to Chloe. The part that kind of made me mad was that, like, they were talking positively about Barnes when he seems like he's also just trying to figure it out, which I feel like there has to be a, like, agnostic expert on the rapture or, like, you know, apocalyptic myths. They got to go to Harvard Divinity School yeah. and check in with them because, you know, they're not going to heaven. Because there has to be some... Those liberals. Yeah, some there has to be some sicko who knows everything of the Bible, does a left-behind podcast or something mm. like that, and didn't get raptured, but it's Buck, you should have called me. Yeah. In the future. There's a, a, a mean woman in, I say, in, in 19- St. Louis. <laughs> in 1995, I was eight years old, so... Well, but you, you know, you played older. Oh, I, oh, I definitely... I played older. You probably older. did, actually. Uh, At least 14 or 12. Yeah, I don't know. So, <laughs> so as Mom, Dad, how was I at eight? Was I 12? Was I 12? I was saying. I weird? I mean, I definitely was weird. Um, I was just very busy as a child. I had oh. a lot of activities. Mm. So as they're all saying their goodbyes now, Chloe's like, hey, Buck, can I have a moment with you real quick? I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, what? <laughs> and he's like pretty psyched about it, which yeah. I'm obviously like, Duh. you know, uh, t- jumping or stepping away from the dunking on left why, for a second. Like, why'd they not make... Chloe, I don't know, two, three years older? I don't understand. I, oh, well, I think it is also extremely a thing in evangelical Christianity for, like, the husband to be older. Like, I just feel oh, like that's, sure, like, yeah. a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Not like it's, like, you have to do this, but just it happens mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Chloe's actually still kind of emotional from earlier when yeah. she was, because she was just crying, like, not very <laughs> long ago. And Buck admits to her, he's like, you know, I gotta do some thinking about this, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then Chloe's like, well, I feel stupid. I just met you and I'm really gonna miss you. If you get through Chicago, you have to call. And then Buck says, it's a promise. I can't say when, but let's say sooner than you think. Oh, Buck, oh, you scam. Oh, Buck, wink, wink, wink. <laughs> What's that show you watch? You? 
Yes. Like, now imagine yes. the Netflix yes. show you, but Buck. But it's Buck. Okay. I mean, basically, yeah. I simply called the airline and found out yes. where you're sitting. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Wow, Joe would totally do that. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't know what one can even do with the knowledge of where you're sitting on the airplane. It just feels nefarious. <laughs> it just feels wrong. Yeah. Well, it's weird that a stranger can just like get themselves a seat beside you when you had no say in it. Yeah, I'm going to be calling planes like, hey, is can Nelly I- flying out of St. Louis? <laughs> yeah, can I, get, can I sit beside Nelly, please? Can I please? sit beside Nelly, please? Can I sit beside no? Phyllis from The Office? Because I saw her one time in St. Louis and I that think she lives tr- here. I mean, or, yeah, I mean, her, John Hamm, some other people taught here, I think, at like a school comedy something? I don't remember. There, there's a few famous folks in St. All, St. Louis. Everyone... That's been on the office. We have to call Southwest Airlines and be like, can, well, can, "Is this allowed now?" Is Anna they're Kendrick gonna be like, here? I'm going to call the police on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? You filmed up in the air in St. Louis. Is they here? Is that true? Parts of it. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, a lot of it, really. Huh? Yeah, interesting. A lot of nice hotel bars, uh, restaurants there. Oh. Well, guys, that was it for these chapters. These were definitely less on the conspiracy theory side and more just about Buck being fucking horny. The for number Chloe. one conspiracy theory love. Oh my god, it's so true. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited about the next chapter. Yeah, that's the thing. We needed this little like dip because mm-hmm. I know the next four chapters are going to be mm-hmm. so wild. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's insane. But thank you so much for listening. Um, we appreciate it. We got several really good emails. Um, uh, real juicy boys. Uh, got lots of um, replies that, you know, we love the little insights that you have because, again, Weirdly, Christianity in this specific way of it is so personal in religion and interactions with the apocalypse, the occult and stuff. It's super interesting to hear people of all ages and backgrounds. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I'm, I'm fascinated to hear from people who are in like different Christian denominations. I'm fascinated to hear from people who are not Christian and like their experience with this. So yeah, a lot of folks have emailed us and we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Yeah. You can follow us and tweet at us on Twitter. Twitter at TribFarsePod. Same thing for Instagram. You can shoot us an email at TribulationFarce at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Tim Lanning. You follow Jennifer at Jennifer Cheek. Is there anything else you want to shout out? Um, I don't think so. Uh, I'm trying to think if I have anything. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, bye. See ya. See ya. See ya tomorrow on an airplane. <laughs> Okay, there's a squirrel outside playing on a rope. It is very cute. Uh, okay. Oh, oh see my it. god! <gasps> it is just it is, a little guy. It is, oh my god. I really wish you guys could see this. Honestly, he's having the best time right now. Our neighbor has a monkey bars with just a single piece of rope hanging down, and he keeps jumping on the rope and, and swinging on it. Uh, look at him. Oh my god! Animals are just like us. He's just hanging on the bottom. He's not climbing it. He just enjoys no, he's it. He's swinging. He's just, oh my god, he's like truly, he's losing, he's doing flips, he's freaking out. I've, I've never seen any creature have this much fun. I have to reevaluate everything I think about squirrels. I, yeah, no, they're, I like them. I mean, they're my enemies. They're her enemies, but you They gotta attacked res- me. Well, well, that was one time, that was a year ago. <laughs> okay, well. You gotta time. get over it. I don't know if I can podcast. I know, I, I'm this. almost like, should we close the vine? Because. <laughs> oh. <gasps> Oh my god, now he's climbing up. He's just like me for real. <laughs> he 
loves to swing. All right, goodbye. Well, laser will go freak mode if I close. Well, who gives a fuck? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.